0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom If it's my Shabbos, this must be Rizcha de Aisa. I'm Avram Kivalevich, and I'm here with Rabbi Yosef Gavriel Bechofel.
1: On our season-ending
0: broadcast. <laughs> we have to have another season. I'm saying if we just keep on going through the summer. How are Only people?
1: We'll will, will, will register for our season. We'll vote for a second season. I don't know.
0: Yeah. We'll have to see. I, I think considering the downloads, I have to say that, uh, we're definitely in for season two, but yeah, this is the ultimate, uh, this is the season finale. And, uh, you know, I thought you'd be giving, uh, uh, me your great Chochmah, uh, as you were walking, uh, uh, the streets of Muncie, the darkened streets of Muncie, and and, and contemplating and
1: and and I'm tough. Actually, Mike covered this.
0: Uh, <laughs> covered this is the last show. Um, uh, I know that in, in the internet world, in the connected world that we live in, uh, there's no zaman, there's no time. Sometimes right before Shabbos, things are are, are hectic and and happening. Um, right before Shabbos, I know I was. Uh, reading uh, some some I had, going through some ideas things that were that, that I was thinking about that had to do with the American political scene. Uh, I was reading uh, Barack Obama's very eloquent eulogy of John Lewis and how he was able to take this event and transform it into a, a, his, his a statement politically about where he felt America should be going and, and pushing his agenda. Marveling really at the power of oratory, the power of of words to change, um, and I understand that uh, you right before Chavez were also uh, reading and, and 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 thinking about similar issues about how America can change and the power of words to change. Um, a it wasn't a, a person who had died, and was being placed to rest, but rather. Uh, a discussion about making sure more people do not die. Uh, Specifically, uh, a debate that you have somehow been uh, thrust into, a debate that is going to be taking place, I believe, uh, Wednesday, August 5th, when we're talking now a couple of days from now, a debate on Zoom that's sponsored by the RCA, which we have to say we have a little, both of us have a a pretty strong connection to, uh, and the debate was how should our community relate to the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, and it was a it's it's still scheduled. Uh, the moderator is uh, Rabbi Karabkin from uh, Toronto, and two Rabonim are going to be debating uh, each side in order to give clarity to this issue. Uh, debates l'shem shemayim, uh, Rabbi Albert and Rabbi Michelle, so I understand that this uh, uh, program, which uh, is scheduled for this week, uh, somehow ends up being uh, influenced and criticized and um, even vilified by the greater bechofer family, not only the august Rosh Hashiva himself, the Zalataira, but also the Rebetzin, uh who I think is available to give brachas as well. So why don't you, it, it's your this is <laughs> tell us and uh, our and our listeners what's been going on here.
1: So I, I think that we have to first express uh, our sympathy for the, uh, the uh, for the members of the RCA who are holding this debate. Who have been I'm uh, um, taken aback clearly by the uh, outpouring of criticism on Facebook and probably other venues which they're facing as a result of not including any black member on the panel. Um, I think that the, in this respect, they, like many of us who grew up um, in white suburban uh, um, uh, segregated neighborhoods, are Kinoko Shinuzugu. In other words, they don't really understand, and I myself did not understand until several years of learning how this, uh, the things which we see from our perspective, so, and may see from our perspective as something which is Logical even perspective are not true from the perspective of people who are people of color and this example of black lives matter um, Many Jews of color orthodox Jews of color do find that the statement black lives matter and some of them even find that the moon black lives matter is something for them which is meaningful powerful significant and deserves support and uh, this is something a viewpoint which they They present because of their own experience, because of where they're coming from, because of their lifetimes and the history of uh, color, uh, Jews of color, people of color in America, both in the Jewish community and outside the Jewish community. And uh, to have a panel and not have a Jew of color on that panel nowadays, um, perhaps once upon a time, I myself would have made this mistake. And I uh, feel bad for those who do make the mistake, but it is not acceptable nowadays to have a perspective on Black Lives Matter without an actual Black person coming to represent what they feel, where they're coming from, their history, their experience, and what they've come to understand as a result. Not all Jews of color agree about Black Lives Matter. There are some who are against the movement, but almost all Jewish. A uh, Jews of color agree that the statement Black Lives Matter, some people put it lowercase Black Lives Matter the statement versus uppercase Black Lives Matter, the movement is something which speaks to them powerfully and significantly and the people come along to say things like all lives matter or blue lives matter are really saying something which is hurtful and is not actually raises borders on racism itself so i i don't think that this perspective is understood by most people and certainly it's something which a person a black person is should come on and be able to cogently and clearly present the discussion It's the, the shame shame the shame shame means having the right people there
0: yeah well i understand that um As I was trying to hint at before, that not only have you criticized uh, this program that's uh, scheduled, but also your wife. And I think part of what she took umbrance to, I don't want to speak for her. Uh, uh, I don't want to get her ire. I don't want to be the the target of her ire. But I understand that – no, actually, you're shaking your head. But – I, I know that what she really didn't like was the fact that in the advertisement for this program, there is the sympathetic one and the critical one. There's the sympathetic rabbi and the critical rabbi. And especially in this internet age, I have said the same thing often about the, we had our show about Avigdor Miller, and I'm on record for this many times in my show on the Harusa, that we have to be extremely careful what we put up there. And for someone to say that here's a, here is the RCA, the, the middle of the road, somewhat almost liberal Jewish organization, that's what we look to for orthodoxy, uh, for broad-mindedness, to have someone who's going to be critical is asking for trouble. Um, yeah. I, should, I should mention,
1: there's a certain person who's a friend of yours and not a friend of mine, who uh, <laughs> with whom I once got in trouble. Because I, say, I, I mentioned in, in my employment, under this person, that I don't think debates are the uh, debates are Jewish are, are are a Jewish way of approaching things. Very much like my wife said, they said in a debate the way it's structured, um, no side can give in and say, you know what, you're right. You proved that this is the end. They have to fight to the end. I'm saying formal debate societies they have to fight to the end, and no side can concede. Uh, we might have MS to the other side and Mike Dollar MS is a very important media. And um, uh, that person who uh, was very upset because, um, somebody on his staff had spoken against uh, okay. what goes on in that's, that that uh, institution. Um, well Marv said we're running we several run in sweet hand. So the um, the uh, this is true, I think as well. The fact each side has validity. And my side, and we're not also we're not going to be my and leave it as without any hafra, without telling this is MS and this is Shekher, okay. this is the right way to approach, this is the wrong way to approach, and that is not, without my life's crap, that's not the way we approach things in the Torah world.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, so let, let me push back a little bit here. I'm, I'm not just defending. Uh, the unnamed uh, person, um, despite my deep friendship for that person, here's my. <laughs> we. Are, what is the uh, the pre the precedent for a debate? It really goes back to uh, the, Plato. It goes back to the Greeks. Uh, it, it's there's a method. There's a method of writing. Uh, Yehuda Levy borrowed it. Uh, for the Kuzari, the Ramchal borrowed it a little bit uh, for the Chayker Makubo and Dastfunis more in, in, some, in some fashion. So there is this idea of, of setting up opposites in order to really bring your point. Uh, I think that Leo Strauss and others...
1: But just a minute. You think the Kuzari would have left it without the Khabar having refuted the last the Muslim and the Christian? You think that would have been uh, that would have been? Oh, you would have been okay with that. Give okay. me a break. I, I you,
0: know you know what? what? Yeah. I, I don't think you know the Sefer Kuzari well enough because uh, although you might have read it. Wait, wait but, a second.
1: No, wait a second. You think Rabbi Michelle
0: is being set up here for a fall? Well, uh, y- let me make my point, okay? <laughs> here's the thing. By the, the way, bear, heard- here's the thing. Of How Yehuda Levi sets up a dramatic story of the Chavir and the king, not the Muslim and the Christian. They, they, they don't even have cameo rules. You've got to read the book, okay? The, the main part of the kuzari is the Chavir and the Melech. Wait, wait. The two opinions are there to be a yin and yang for the reader to eventually be moved towards where the author wants him to go. And the statements that are made in the beginning change subtly as the book moves on, the same thing is true for Plato. The same thing is true with the Ramchal's Chayker Umekubal. What we do is, and again, it's, it isn't just a straw man, but the listener, a reader, can somehow get into it when there's a debate. When there's two stadim, I do this on my program, the Chavrusa. We do it on our program, Rish We. We make our opinion sharper than usual in order not only to be interesting, but in order for it to be, to be illuminating. And therefore, to have even your marshal from the debate uh, squad, we know the master debaters can debate either side. In fact, I know – that that's what, one of the things that happen. Uh, uh, and by the way, it's a great movie, if you ever see it. The, uh, it's about that, uh, a fictionalized version of that African-American debate team uh, that I think won the championship or almost won the championship. But the point is, you have to be able to argue with the other side. It's a hoax.
1: I want to tell you a story about that. There's a fellow who... The Great
0: Debaters, that movie.
1: There's, there's a fellow from your school you saw, not from my Kufa, but I know him from, him here, from later on. Uh, he said to me once, I can't be a person because I'm a spritz London, And as a spritz London, I can see, e- I can argue either side of the Khakira. To be a person, you have to have a schnick or a grubber cup because you because we have to be able to see one side of the, o- of the other. Now, Mr. He had a grubber cup He could be a safe. <laughs> I can't be a person because I can see both sides. So that's what you sound like right
0: now. Look, I'm trying to explain to you, I'm trying to explain to to you, look, look, would you rather that if this did not happen, then what you would have was no illumination. In other words, if this event doesn't occur, then basically you you have people reading the editorials, you have people uh, complaining about it in show or on Zoom. Here at least when you put it into a certain structure. Whether Michelle believes everything he says, whether Albert believes everything he says, it allows the people that are viewing it to hear, and it, it opens up the idea, okay? So, so I- okay, so I, else... want to explain, I want to explain to her
1: that before the show, Rabbi Kibalevich and myself, of course, discuss what we're going to speak about. Rabbi Kibalevich's topic for this week <laughs> was lack of eloquence in the Jewish community. How our speakers do not have the same eloquence, grand eloquence, as uh, people like Barack Obama and so on and so forth, which we both agree on. There's no question about that. And therefore, I didn't think it was a good point for our program. Surprisingly enough, we agree on many more things than we disagree, uh, 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 notwithstanding how we come across on the program. So so now, Raleigh Kivalevich is drawing an interesting parallel, which I, I, I think is uh, not without merit, even though I do, still disagree about the debate. In other words, that we uh, that we lack the tools in our community to drive home points with profound thinking point and count things clear, not just about longness, but about things which have to do with how we live in this world. Do I represent your viewpoint accurately? I
0: think so. Yeah, I would agree.
1: Yeah, that may be, but this is relevant. In other words, this is not being done correctly. Uh, if, uh, if it was, uh, uh, this should be really an educational event, not a debating event. There's room for debate, but it has to be, uh, for, but first of education. Besides that, the, the, the experts should not just be white male rabbis. That's, uh, that's, that's something which we have to grow out of as a community. I know this might
0: sound heretical, Look, I agree. The, if you would, if this would be the debate or the discussion that needed to be had,ed on a national level, I would agree. But what we're talking about is starting at least a conversation. Now, uh, there was a very famous uh, uh, in the South, uh, a, 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 a white teacher. It might have been in Texas. Uh, or in one of the, may uh, uh, perhaps in the deeper south. I think it was in Texas. I'm not sure. And she wanted to uh, prove how terrible racism was, and she created in Midwest. what
1: in Midwest the blue eyes, blue, uh, brown eyes. Right. right.
0: Yes. Yes. And 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 uh, of course she wasn't an expert, but she, you need to start somewhere. And what she did was what Rabbi Bechoffer says, from blue-eyed and brown-eyed, she made sure that one day, one week, the blue-eyed were the best and were treated better, and the brown-eyed had to serve them, had to take care of them, had to, uh, <laughs> had to be secondary to them and couldn't eat at the same tables and didn't get all the positive things the others got. And this was a very powerful lesson that showed us. You have to start somewhere. Now, she started with little kids in the South, to to understand it in many ways like you say jewish america white jewish america white orthodox jewish america white orthodox suburban jewish america needs to be brought out at least to understand um and it could be you're right using uh, somebody from a, a black lives matter proponent might be difficult for them to actually listen to but when familiar people like that school teacher and like these two other rabbis, sort of coax them and bring them out of it, maybe that can start the change that's necessary to have that type of sensitivity. And again, it, what I'm saying is like this. Uh, condemnation, is it, it, would it be better if nothing would have been done? I guess your Eurebidsen feels it's better if nothing would have been done. But all I'm pushing back and saying is, well, nothing is done means it sounds like the rabbis are doing nothing about it. Is the Aguda having a conversation about it? Is the Ated sponsoring something? Let's at least give them credit for what they are doing.
1: Well, uh, yes, I think we can give them, uh, in comparison to those other groups which do (laughs) nothing, yes, we can give them some credit. But they should know better and by my only my being down the consist of there being Tino They should, sure, perhaps now will understand that this was not the way to go about it. Whatever their intentions were, and I'm sure their intentions were good. Sure intentions, same shame. The format is flawed, the panel is the, 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 the panel is flawed, and may there may there be Zoika to take the criticism positively and do something correctly with Shame Shamain which will be with the Ferris, the RCA, and Akinsan
0: Shaman. Well, OK, I'm, I'm sure that these, rec- these conciliatory words are appreciated, especially as we have a lot of good friends that are Rabbanim and the RCA. And look, as, as Barack Obama said, uh, to form a more perfect union indicates that things are imperfect, and we can always push to make them more perfect. Uh, the fact that we recognize the imperfections doesn't mean we're not going to try something. Um, Again, to me, it's almost similar, like I say, to, uh, you know, it's, I, I, my feeling is it's better than nothing. And, and uh, you're right, I think, I think they should have perhaps consulted with people like uh, the brains of your wife and others to figure out how to put it in the internet. I (laughs) No, no, Good, but even, even given that you didn't have any, you're right, you need to be very careful the way you put things out publicly right now. That's for sure. All right, my friends, we're going to be taking a break here for a couple of weeks, and hopefully stirring up the pot and uh, coming back uh, around Rishchaydash Let's say as we'll be back towards Yom Neroim with uh, Rishchad Arisa with Shema with We'll see you right. in about a month. Chaver, take care. Okay. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast.